Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. These two were faithful slaves of the Lord during their entire Christian lives and have become patterns to us of ones that counted all things lost on account of Christ. Witness Lee completed his most comprehensive work called the Life Study of the Bible just before going to be with the Lord in 1997. This program combines short excerpts from his original speaking, along with some of our own comments and fellowship. And as always, we'd like to hear from you with your thoughts or answer any questions that might arise while you're listening. We'll repeat this contact information at the end of the program, but if you have a pen right now, jot down our toll-free number, which is 888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. Or you can reach us by email to radio at lsm.org. Now, let's join today's program. The Apostle Paul repeatedly recommended his disciple Timothy to healthy words or healthy teachings. But we've all had the experience of seeing televangelists or hearing radio preachers that gave us the distinct sense that this was not healthy, but rather was more in the realm of money-loving or pride. Today's life study from 1 Timothy chapter 6 We'll talk about pride and profit, connecting the different teachings with the money lovers. This is Matt Miller, and Jim Miller has joined me for today's program. Jim, it's good to have you with me today. And it's really good to be here, Matt. Jim, I'd like to read portions from the scripture we're covering today, which is 1 Timothy chapter 6, the first 10 verses. But starting at the end of verse 2, after the Apostle Paul talks about slaves and masters, he says to Timothy, These things teach and exhort. If anyone teaches different things and does not consent to healthy words, those of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the teaching which is according to godliness, he is blinded with pride, understanding nothing, but is diseased with questionings and contentions of words. And then in verse 5, supposing godliness to be a means of gain, but godliness with contentment is great gain. And then verse 9 and 10. But those who intend to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge men into destruction and ruin for the love of money is a root of all evils because of which some aspiring after money have been led away from the faith and pierced themselves through with many pains. Sobering verses, Jim. You want to give our listeners and Quick introduction to today's program. Well, Matt, in today's uh, message, Brother Lee, in a characteristic way, comes right directly to the Word and by a careful uh, reading of the Scripture brings us into the heart of the divine revelation, which is just God's economy. And that can be seen very clearly here in this passage in which he joins together his words to the slaves and his admonition to the wealthy by emphasizing the healthy words, those of our Lord Jesus Christ, as opposed to the different teachings, which have their root in these two all-too-prevalent things, pride and profit, as can be seen nearly everywhere today. It's interesting, the context of 
him talking about different teachings and then getting right into this matter of money and the danger and some being pierced through. Why don't we go to Witness Lee's speaking now for today's life study, which was originally spoken in December of 1980. By reading this portion of the word, we all may have a little question about the continuation of these verses. You see, the first two verses talk about the dealing with the slaves. Then, from verse 3, all of a sudden, it seems that the direction of the talk turns to uh, different teachings. And then, from verse 7, it begins to talk about the love of money. The dealing with the slaves seemingly has nothing to do with the different teachings. And the different teachings seemingly have nothing to do with the loving of money. But Paul put these three things together because you have uh, the conjunctions here. Verse 3 begins with if. Then at the beginning of verse 7, you have the little word for. Paul says, you have to charge to instruct the slaves to be so honest, faithful to their masters. But by that time, some so-called teachers in the church might have taught otherwise. So, after verse 2, Paul says, if anyone teaches differently, not as I teach, even the teaching concerning the slaves by Paul was according to the healthy word of the Lord Jesus. And it was according to the healthy teaching, which is according to Godliness. But some did teach differently. Why they taught differently? Because they didn't consent to the healthy word. And they didn't teach according to Godliness. Everything we say must be according to the healthy word of God's economy. Even you who take care of the children, whatever you teach the children, you must teach them according to the healthy word of the Lord Jesus. And that must be according to the principle that is according to the God. Okay, Jim, let's stop right here and talk about this principle that the healthy teaching is according to godliness. I'd like to read a note on godliness in the recovery version and then let you comment after. I think it's a very helpful note. It's on verse 3 uh, on the word godliness, and it says, The healthy words of the Lord are the source of the teaching that is according to godliness. When the Lord's words of life are taught, particularly in certain aspects, they become the teaching that is according to godliness. The living words of the Lord always bring forth godliness, a life that lives Christ and expresses God in Christ. That makes it pretty clear, doesn't it, Jim, that healthy teachings result in a life that lives Christ 
and expresses God in Christ. That's really true, uh, Matt, and it's it's a wonderful emphasis throughout Brother Lee's life study of the book of First Timothy, and in fact of the entire New Testament, is God's New Testament economy. I think that's why we call it a life study. That's right, <laughs> because every time we come to this study, we certainly do touch the divine life, and we touch the desire of God's heart, and we see a life that is lived according to God's economy, which is a life full of godliness that expresses God mm-hmm. in Christ, and which results in the church mm-hmm. for his corporate expression. So this is just the theme which we come again and again and again to throughout the entire New Testament, particularly here in the book of Timothy, which be- opens with this admonition to emphasize God's economy. And even in the concluding chapter, it comes back to that theme and re-emphasizes once again the need for us to remain in the healthy teaching, the healthy words of our Lord Jesus, according to God's economy. You know, Jim, in Witness Lee's original speaking on this program, he told some stories that we're not going to get into in our radio program because we just don't have time. But in brief, he talked about many of the teachers that he ran into in China, the Christian teachers that didn't have a life. He, He mentioned one of them was an opium smuggler, and it's in the printed copy of the Life Study if you wanted to get the printed Life Study or go to the uh, Internet and read it online at ministrybooks.org. Which is a wonderful site. <laughs> but uh, if you wanted to read the, get into more detail. But the point is, is it was a life that was not according to godliness. It was a He had a teaching, but it wasn't according to godliness. He had a teaching, but he didn't have a living. I think that's one of the things that I know it impressed me when I first met Witness Lee and this ministry was that there was a life that matched the ministry. Wonderfully and absolutely right. Well, let's go now to the next section with Witness Lee, Jim, and I think he's going to talk about why, the the question of why do people teach differently. And uh, it comes back to the way we started the program, talking about pride and profit. Okay, let's go to Witness Lee. Why they taught differently? Number one, in verse 4, Due to their pride. You, Paul, and your followers, <laughs> teach this way, we teach another way. When you teach what other teachers, humanly speaking, people would always feel a kind of humiliation. I can testify. When I was in China, it was about 20 years, I taught... I preached as much as possible, always in Brother Nee's terms. I don't feel humiliated. I feel glorious. Because that was the Lord's ministry to be carried out today. Why some people taught differently from Paul? Because of their pride. They were blinded with their pride. Number two, aha, there is a mean purpose, low purpose, to get some gain, get some profit. These two things, these two little demons, are still here today. Why people like to teach differently? Pride and profit. Pride means a name. Forget a name. He is a great teacher, and so forth. And to get the money. To get a name and to get the money. Name is due to pride. Money is due to 
of being rich, gain. So you can see this brought in this thought. You have to deal with the money lovers. So you have the word fall. Jim, we're touching pride and profit. All right. It's not very easy, but it's practical, isn't it? It's really very practical, Matt, and so evident today. And unfortunately, so many of what we hear as, as ministries uh, on the radio or television, uh, rather than emphasizing God's economy and the healthy words of our Lord Jesus, which minister life, we honestly have to say many times we touch human pride the need to be different, the need to say something in your own way. And unfortunately, the uh, the element of profit is almost continually there. There's a uh, an unhealthy environment. But when we come back to the Word, when we come back to Paul's words and to this, this healthy teaching, we're confirmed and we're strengthened to know that God does have his economy, which is in faith, and God does have an economy which results in a a living according to godliness with the expression of God as its result. So I just appreciate how clearly in this light we can see the root of much of today's situation in these two problems of pride and profit. Jim, I'd like to develop it a little bit before we conclude and go to the final segment with Witness Lee. This matter of pride, Witness Lee talked about he considered it an honor to repeat Watchman Nee, because he felt like that was the Lord's ministry for today. And so he was repeating Watchman Nee, and he felt honored to do that. And some would say, well, you're not original, you're just copying, and criticize this kind of a word. Right. You're just copying. You're not being yourself. You're not being original. Yet, does the Lord want that kind of originality? I think that's what Paul's condemning in 1 Timothy 6 as different teachings, isn't it? Absolutely. In today's environment, it seems that ministry is a podium for you to express your own opinion and your own eloquence. But in Paul's view, ministry is to emphasize and focus on God's economy, on his Christ, and on the church, not a platform for every gifted minister's own own eloquence or ability to be shown forth. And that's why Brother Lee told us many times that for him to follow Watchman Nee in his emphasis, in his speaking, was his glory, because Watchman Nee was speaking according to this economy of God, to these healthy words which nourish the believers and build up the body of Christ. And today, for us, we can gladly say it's our glory, it's our joy, and it's our endeavoring to speak as faithfully as we can the words of this ministry which have been spoken into us. This is our joy. <laughs> Yesterday, Jim, I had the honor of taking a phone call from a radio listener who was telling me they were really encouraged to hear this ministry. They'd, they'd stumbled across it on the radio. They were excited. And they were asking me questions like, how did God reveal this to these men in China? It was it was a little bit surprised. And I remember telling him about Watchman Nee's testimony that some of what you just said, Mm-hmm. That the, the New Testament ministry is a focus on the Word of God and His Christ. Right. And nothing else. So if there's any criticism for us, it would be, we want the Word of God and we want Christ, but we don't want a lot of the other things, right. the other baggage that are brought along 
under the name of the Christian religion. Absolutely, and we need to be vigilant. We need to be exercised before the Lord not to veer off into any other direction or emphasize any other thing. And when we do, when we are faithful to this, we are kept in the Lord's grace, and we are kept in the Lord's ministry and in the flow of his life. And we can see the fruit in a, a living according to godliness and the building up of the body of Christ. In a sense, we really have to humble ourselves to deny ourselves, yes. to be willing to take the Lord's ministry and not try to reinvent our own thing. Amen. Well, let's go on to the conclusion, uh, Jim, of the life study today where I think Witness Lee is going to give us some more testimonies from his personal experience. Today, among the Christians, there are different kind of theologies. Thus far, the highest theology is purely the brethren teaching, directed under the teaching of Jim Darby, John Nelson Darby. This is the highest theology. The brethren teachers, they began to know the Bible, not according to tradition, number one, neither according to black and white, merely, but according to the fresh light coming from the Lord directly, shining upon the lines in black and white. So they got the vision, they got the revelation. From 1925, I corresponded with Brother Nee right after I got saved, asking him, according to his knowledge, what book can help me to understand the Bible verse by verse? I said, young man, very ambitious. Ambitious for the knowledge of the Bible. I like to know the Bible verse after verse from the first chapter to the last chapter. So he answered, according to his knowledge, the only book that can help me to know the Bible from verse to verse is John Nelson Darby's synopsis of the Bible. He told me, it is English, five volumes, long sentences, very hard to read, Unless you read four or five times, you can never understand it. I was studying English language by that time, so I thought maybe too hard, and five volumes are too heavy. Okay, eight years later, 1933, I came to Shanghai to visit Brother Nee. One day in the afternoon, I can never forget, he came, two bundles of books in his two arms, and he threw the two bundles of books on table saying, Venus, this I give to you. But that time I was very fond of books. I spend everything if I can to buy the books, especially the used books. I saw all of them are second-hand books. I was so happy, big volumes. I was happy, happy to the heavens. <laughs> I gave him thanks, big thanks again and again. He didn't talk to me. He left. <laughs> and I was happy he left because I didn't see one of the books. <laughs> and I looked at the first volume, John Nelson Darby's Synopsis of the Bible. Only one volume signed by himself. Watch me. Need. I was happy. Oh, oh, this is the thing that I've been expecting for years. I must say this, if anyone claiming to be a theologian 
Yale has never studied John Nelson Darby's and the big teachers of the brethren. They haven't reached the highest level of theology. Why? Because according to the history, the Bible has never been opened up so much as it was when the brethren teachers were raised up. Jim, in the few minutes that we've got left here, can you wrap this uh, program up for us and give us a conclusion tying in the story that Witness Lee just gave us from John Nelson Darby's synopsis of the Bible, gift to him from Watchman Nee, and what we've been talking about on today's program? Well, Matt, that very dear story that uh, Brother Lee relates to us shows me one thing, particularly that the fellowship between these two dear men and servants of God was an entirely Christ-centered and a truth-centered fellowship and relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Brother Nee, uh, eight years after the, what Witness Lee's initial inquiry would provide him such a gift, knowing his heart to know the Lord's Word, mm. is quite a revealing of their relationship. And, uh, of course, the ministry of J.N. Darby and the brethren who are with him is a history of the opening of God's word, not according to man's tradition, not according to the letters in black and white, but an opening of the word of God in the light of God. And the basis upon which Watchman Nee and Witness Lee carried forward the teaching of the word of God according to the economy of God, which is revealed in it. It was the foundational basis for their ministry for the riches of Christ and for the ministry of life that all who have come in contact with their ministry have enjoyed through these many years. So I feel it's a very revealing in seeing their laboring together into the depth of the word, and it helps emphasize all the more the central focus of the Bible, which is God's economy, the healthy teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ, which result in a life of godliness and the producing of the church. So whenever I can uh, hear Brother Lee, and I'm again freshly feel indebted, both, of course, to the Lord and so much to our dear brothers for what they have presented to us of life, of truth, and of the Spirit in the Word, focusing on God's economy. You know, Jim Witness Lee was in his late 60s when he started the life study of the Bible. He said that Watchman always wanted to do a book-by-book expounding of the Bible, but the Lord never let him. He felt like this was something he owed Watchman Nee was to do this life study of the Bible. The life study volumes are available in printed form, almost 2,000 messages, and also it's contained in the recovery version with the footnotes, accompanying footnotes. If you'd like to contact us to get any of the materials I've talked about, please call us at 888-LIFE-STUDY, that's 1-888-543-3788, or you can write to Living Stream Ministry, P.O. Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814, or send email to radio at lsm.org. Jim, thanks for being with me today. Thanks so much for your invitation. And we thank you also for joining us. We hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. For those of you who follow us, in a daily way. Tomorrow, we're going to conclude the book of 1 Timothy. We'll finish chapter 6, and then the following day, we'll go on and start the life study from 2 Timothy. 
On behalf of Jim Miller, this is Matt Miller. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. For 21 years, Witness Lee conducted a comprehensive life study, unveiling how the Bible presents Christ coming to be life to man. These audio programs are based on those messages. But to get the full riches of the life study, we hope you'll visit our website, lifestudy.com. From there, you can read over 1,800 life study messages in their entirety or download more audio programs like this one, all free of charge. Again, the website is lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening today.